0: Let's get started. All right. Hi, everyone. This is our first episode of Crime, Cults, and Coffee. I'm Kelsey Nalepa. I'm Brenna O'Neill. And um, a brief
1: summary of our podcast, basically. We're a true crime paranormal podcast featuring everything creepy. So grab your coffee and have a morning with us. Yeah.
0: So basically, we're going to start all of our podcasts out with a little coffee review um, kind of just the coffee that we're drinking, where we got it from, what it tastes like, just so you can kind of enjoy with us. Yeah, and,
1: I mean, I need my coffee or I get, like...
0: Cranky. Yeah, right. really
1: cranky, and I get really bad migraines because I have a caffeine addiction. <laughs> right? It's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, this morning we're drinking... Actually, it's a quick check coffee. <laughs> it's really <Not> good. <laughs> but it's so good. It's called Chris Kringle, and, um... At the They usually do it seasonally, but for some reason, I don't know if they were doing like Christmas in July yeah. or something this year, but they released it over the summer, and it's um vanilla,
0: coconut, mm-hmm. and cocoa. Yeah, we went into Quick Check a couple weeks ago. We were like, we need to get this coffee, so we literally bought all of the bags. Yeah, everything they there.
1: had. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, I think... It, it doesn't have, like, a bitter aftertaste. No. It smells really good, so it makes you, like, want to put it to your lips. The
0: smell is literally like Christmas in a cup. Yeah. It smells so good. It makes me
1: want to sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, drink, and drink my Kris Kringle coffee. <laughs> but um, we also have had people drink it black. Yeah. And they said it's like amazing black.
0: Yeah, we are definitely creamer people though. Yeah. Um we think that hazelnut creamer kind of goes the best with it, mm-hmm. but personal preference. Um it's really good coffee though. Yeah. And it's really affordable. It's not like you have to like No, it's like spend really ton of money fucking and on... it's inexpensive. Yeah. And I think you can get it in K-cups too, can't you? Yeah. yeah. I have like two boxes at home right now. Okay. Yeah. So try Kris Kringle even if it's July or mm-hmm. August or any time of the year because it's amazing. Yeah,
1: and don't like be a coffee snob and think it might not be good just because it's quick check. Like yes. it's actually really fucking good. It's delicious. Yeah. Alright, um, let's get started with episode one. We're covering the case of Caitlin Aikens.
0: She's a 19-year-old female. Um, she disappeared from her hometown of Spotsylvania County in Virginia in 2015 um, she went back home to visit her sister Uh, her sister had just had a baby um, and she's current she was currently living in Arizona with her fiance Um, so this is kind of just a little synopsis and we'll get into plenty detail don't worry Um, but yeah she disappeared in 2015 um, on her way back to the airport to fly back to Arizona
1: all right, I'm gonna jump in and add a couple more details um so she lived with her mom in Caroline County until September two thousand and fourteen. She moved about ten days after her eighteenth birthday from Fredericksburg to Lake Havasu City to live with amber mm-hmm. and um she basically had to like get back to Arizona to get well not only see her sister's baby but to also get her diploma because she was starting she was supposed to start cosmetology school the next
0: monday after she got back so basically she was going back from arizona where she lived with her fiance to her hometown she needed her high school diploma um she was like really anxious about starting cosmetology school she Mm -hmm. seemed like a very you know independent girl she you know she graduated from high school when she was 16 years old um And she really, you know, was kind of an independent girl at a young age. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she actually, like, grew up, they said, always trying new things with her hair. Like, she would put tons of clips in her hair or Mm -hmm. she would braid her hair. And she, like, would spend hours styling her hair in elementary and middle school. So this obviously was always, like, a calling for her. So it must have been really important for her to go home and get that
0: diploma so she was able to start yeah I definitely like her passion um and I think it was really important for her to go home and get this so she can kind of get back to her life in Arizona with her fiance and get started Mm -hmm. just a little backstory on her fiance her and Amber actually grew up together um they were friends at a young age and it kind of turned into a romance and both of their families were pretty supportive of it um they knew that they were really close from a young age. And whenever she turned 16, they graduated high school. Or, I'm sorry, Caitlin graduated high school. And then when she turned 18, they moved to Arizona together. Mm-hmm. Um, she also, for high school, she went to Riverbend
1: High School in Spotsylvania before she transferred to Caroline High School in 2011. And um, her family always dis- described her as like, quirky, clumsy. Mm-hmm. She was very family-oriented. Um, extremely hard-working. Obviously, she, like, earned enough credits to graduate yeah. high school at 16 years old. Right. Um, And she had carried a job before she moved. She, like, was working at the same place as her mom. Mm-hmm. So she yeah, they always, worked at Wawa together, actually. Yeah. So, she was, like, super, super hard-working and, like, dedicated mm-hmm. to the things she was doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so... I think now we're going to kind of talk about the timeline of kind of what happened around her disappearance just to, you know, get a better idea of, you know, what could have happened. So December 1st was the day that Caitlin flew in from Arizona. Um, like I mentioned earlier, she was visiting her new baby nephew, um, and she had to come back and get her diploma. Um, So, yeah, she flew in by herself, no issues, her family, you know, said they really missed her, um, and she was happy being at home, right? Like, she... Yeah,
1: she, like, her nephew was, like, a newborn, like, Mm -hmm. she she was meeting him for the first time, and they said, like, growing up, she loved kids, like, she, like, loved babies, Mm -hmm. so obviously meeting her nephew for the first time was, like, a a massive thing for her. Yeah. And she was, like, in really good spirits, and, I mean, when she came home, she visited... With her family, but she also visited with friends that she had in high school that she hadn't seen in a
0: while. Yeah. And that was on the 4th, right?
1: Yeah, December 4th, which is actually, weirdly enough, my birthday. Oh my god, <laughs> it is. Yeah.
0: That's weird. It's freaking
1: weird. <laughs> um, she visited with two friends from high school. Um, they were a girl and a guy that were dating each other. Mm-hmm. And they hung out, they drank, they played some cards, and Caitlin had to end up spending the night because they all drank way too much they had a lot of fucking fun <laughs> yeah. probably right and
0: Missing your high school friends yeah
1: like you haven't seen them in forever and they didn't have like a designated driver so they just caitlin just stayed over with them yeah and they drove her back to her mom's house the next morning i'm not sure if it was both of them or if it was one of them mm-hmm. but she was driven back to her mom's house the next morning and they said caitlin was acting completely normal yeah. According to her friends and her family. Like, her family said she was in really good spirits.
0: Yeah. She was happy. She was smiling. And they said that, like, she's not the type of person to, like, put on a front. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was something wrong, you would know there was yeah, something Yeah, she was, wrong. like, super straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was very... Like, she was in good spirits, basically. She came back and you would never know that, like, anything was wrong.
1: Yeah. All right. So, moving on to December 5th, 2015. This is, sadly, the day that... Caitlin disappeared. Yeah. Um, lots of
0: crazy things around this day. So we kind of broke it down into a timeline. Yeah. Because it was kind of difficult to understand.
1: Yeah, and it's like it it's very jumpy. Like yeah. when you read it and research it, it's very jumpy. So we mm-hmm. we tried to put it as best as we could in yeah. chronological order. So hopefully everyone will be able to
0: kind of follow along with it. Right. Um, you wanna start? Yeah, and I'll, sure. like jump in. So December fifth, eight thirty in the morning, Caitlyn and her mom Lisa left their house to go to James's house. So James is Caitlyn's ex stepfather, I guess you could say. Her mom and James got divorced two years prior to um, this whole situation, mm-hmm. and and she married him when Caitlyn was seven. Yeah, so
1: he was like. Her dad. Like, yeah. even though he was her stepdad, like, that was her dad.
0: Her like, whole he was life, her father figure. Yeah. Yeah. He was around for their birthdays. Even after her par- her mom got divorced from him, like, mm-hmm. he was very involved in her and her sister's lives. mm mm-hmm. um, So, they left 8.30 in the morning to go to his house. He lived in Partlow. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Virginia. Um, yeah. They left super early in the morning. Um because Caitlin's mom had to go to work that day mm-hmm. at around 10 a.m. So he agreed to take her to the airport to get back to her flight. Um, yeah,
1: her mom dropped her off around 9.20 a.m. hmm
0: Yep. Yeah, they dropped her off at 9.20 at his house in Partlow.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, her mom said when she dropped her off, she seemed, like, really happy and excited. Mm-hmm. She was talking about cosmetology school and her diploma, and her and James were, like, sitting on the couch talking yeah. about everything, and he was, like, super excited for her yeah. when um the mom, Lisa, left their house. Yeah,
0: and you have to remember that, like, Caitlin and James were on really good terms still. Yeah. Like, there was no bad blood between them yeah. with the divorce or anything. Like, even Caitlin's mom, Lisa, was really you know, on good terms with James. There was really no issues with him up yeah. until this point. Um, So we'll kind of jump forward to 1156 a.m. Amber, who is Caitlin's fiance, receives these text messages from Caitlin saying, quote, something came up and I'm not coming back today. I'll let you know when I get a new flight. I won't be able to text for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Just to, like, jump in there yeah. also before we start getting into, like, further text messages. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin's mom had dropped her off to James to take her because you said she, her mom had to work that morning, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. so James also had to work that day, mm-hmm. but he didn't have to work till 3 p.m. So he had, like, time to drop her off and get back to work. Right. Because her flight wasn't until 5.40 p.m.
0: Yeah, so, so she was okay with, like, hanging out at the airport for, what, like, three hours? Or yeah, because he would
1: have still had to drop her off, like, super early in order for him to get back to work, right, too. Right, 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 Um, And when her flight was coming in, she was actually, her flight was actually supposed to be to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and Amber was going to pick her up in Las Vegas and drop, drive them back to Arizona,
0: Oh, okay. Coming back from yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Okay.
1: So just like to throw that in there is a couple more details just in case, like I don't know. Yeah. You know, just giving
0: everyone every. Yeah. Every detail little, we can Every little detail. We're trying to cover literally everything yeah, we can about yeah, this case yeah. because it's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. So she was supposed to fly into Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Um. So yeah, basically things started to unfold around like noon. Um. But Amber received those texts at 11.56, and this kind of, like, concerned her. This isn't something that Caitlyn would do. She wouldn't just, like, you know, send these texts saying something came up. I'm Mm -hmm. not coming home. I'll let you know when I get a new flight. Yeah.
1: So she eventually contacted Caitlyn's mom. Uh Uh-huh. Lisa, um, And said... And that also made Caitlyn's mom extremely confused because... Yeah. In the meantime, she had also received text messages and she's like what the fuck is going on yeah
0: so like at 152 which is like two hours after amber got those texts mm-hmm. lisa got a text from james which is caitlin's stepdad saying i just dropped caitlin off yep and she said thanks how was traffic and he just says not too bad and that was the end of their conversation for a yeah while. so in lisa's mind she thought that you know, Caitlin was dropped off at the airport like anybody would because right. that's where she was supposed to go. Like,
1: I dropped Caitlyn off. That would mean I dropped Caitlyn off at the airport where yeah. you had me taking her. Right. So she didn't miss her flight. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, what? I mean, I could see why Lisa would be confused. Caitlyn's right. mom, Lisa, because, w- like, why would anything else go through your mind in that moment? Right. Besides my child was dropped off at an airport and now she's getting, she's sending me strange texts. Uh, eventually yeah. and she's sending her fiance strange texts like this isn't adding up
0: yeah so amber got in contact with lisa and was like you know what's going on she sent me these text messages saying that she's not getting on her flight Mm -hmm. and meanwhile lisa's saying you know i just got these texts from james saying she got dropped off like something's not right right so around um 2 p.m
1: Caitlin texted her mom from her phone from her phone saying i'm at the airport battery dying, so won't be able to text for a bit. And keep in mind, this was eight minutes after James had texted Lisa saying I dropped her off. Right.
0: Yeah. So this was eight minutes after she just said, I'm at the airport, battery's dying.
1: Yeah. So, like, also, going through a mom's mind, she's, like, you're getting a text message from her fiancé saying she didn't, isn't getting on the plane, and then you just got a text message from Caitlin saying, at the airport, Mm -hmm. so, like, you're,
0: is she getting on the plane or isn't she getting on the plane? Right, and she's probably getting these text messages, like, scattered because she's at work. She, Mm -hmm. I think she worked at a grocery store, if, don't quote me on that, but I think she worked at something like that, some kind of grocery store, Mm -hmm. and she's probably checking her phone, you know, every few minutes, Yeah. yeah just seeing kind of what's happening, making sure her daughter got to the airport, and she's getting all of these text messages that are saying completely different things and honestly just confusing her.
1: Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm not a mom, but I'm assuming that would put mom in, like, full-blown panic mode. Right,
0: yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so then Lisa just actually texted after that at 2 o'clock saying, okay, let me know when you get on the plane. Yeah. Because she was like, that's okay, like, her phone's dying. Just text me when you get on the plane.
1: hmm So then somewhere, like lost in translation because we both couldn't kind of find it but we yeah. read about it um there were apparently text messages after that but they've never been like quoted like these text messages are yeah I'm never that, been like verified yeah that james eventually said um caitlin actually wanted to be dropped off at springfield mall metro station which is two stops from ronald reagan washington national airport she was going to go to the mall and kill some time and then get on this metro right. before she had to go get um on her plane and she was gonna walk she was gonna walk to the Fransonia Springfield Metro station and take the train to the airport.
0: Right, because remember she had from about two o'clock until her flight at five forty. Right. At least that's what James is telling us. You know, he drove. her, her to kill time. Two. Right. Yeah. Alright. But honestly, this even concerns Lisa even more. Because mm-hmm. one, Caitlin has not been on the metro since she was like six years old and she was like she's not gonna know how to ride this thing, she's mm-hmm. not gonna know what the fuck to do. Like what are you talking about? She's going to take mm-hmm. the metro to the airport. You know And what I like mean?
1: really, I'm sorry, but driving when I drive to an airport an airport and yeah. like know that i'm on a time crunch and like who knows how long the lines Mm -hmm. are at customs i mean not right now because it's a pandemic but who knows how long the lines are at customs and getting through and this and that like you're not gonna like try to go on a metro that you could possibly get off the wrong stop at
0: yeah no that you can like
1: yeah like like why would like this was all probably going through lisa's mind because it was her daughter like why right. would she
0: choose to do this the day she's supposed to catch a flight right and i actually found a map that showed the metro from the metro to the airport mm-hmm. it was like a 25 minute ride so like it's like cutting it pretty fucking right close. <laughs> and she would have to time that out i feel like i don't know i mean she is a really smart independent girl but mm-hmm. i feel like who would want to put that on their plate right before getting on a flight to go back to your fiance. And, right. like, start this life that you've been excited to start, like, your right. cosmetology school. I don't know. Like, you'd want to get home as soon as possible. Right. It just doesn't seem like something she would do is kind of what her mom was It's it very out of character
1: for Caitlin. Right.
0: So, like we said, her flight was at 5.40 p.m., and that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but at 7.15 p.m., Lisa received text messages from Caitlin's phone saying, Staying with a friend... And I need some time alone. And these were two separate text messages, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that also is very out of character of Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Like, her mom said she would send, like, paragraphs of stuff, mm-hmm. not, like, a sentence and
0: then another sentence in a text. And yeah. she used, like, a lot of emojis and there, were n- there was nothing like that. Right. No emojis. And her mom was like, you know... She gets everything she has to say out in one text. She's never double-texted mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's just out of her character. Yeah.
1: And before that happened, her mom had had also tried calling and texting Caitlin, like, a bunch of times. Because oh, she was yeah. worried. And there was absolutely no answer. Right. And then, finally, she got these two text messages. And those were the actual last two text messages Caitlin ever sent.
0: Yeah. And actually, um... At that time where she got those texts, Lisa got those texts from Caitlin. She was on her way home from work at that point. Mm-hmm. And she pulled over immediately because she was concerned, obviously. And she called Caitlin's phone and it went straight to voicemail.
1: Which is really odd because that's like, okay, the phone was turned off. All right. right. You
0: know. Like you just sent this text and then the phone got turned off and then or it died. I yeah.
1: Like right after she sent you that. I don't know. Right. And then... um. She also realized too she had called the airport and stuff and Caitlin had missed her flight like she didn't get on
0: her flight. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was wondering if they checked Yeah, the they checked the
1: airport and like she didn't get on her flight. Really? Yeah. Like she so, never checked in or anything? Mm-mm.
0: Oh my god. No. Yeah. So Lisa um, then sent these last two text messages to Caitlin's phone saying call me. And I'm very worried about you. And she never responded. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Like, chronologically now I'm thinking. I don't know if she she called the airport before Mm -hmm. 7.15 in those last two text messages or if she called after. Right. But at some point they did check with the airport.
0: I'm sure that they were, you know... Also pretty worried about her. They know Caitlyn. They're a very close family.
1: Yeah, they're really close family. Like, Caitlyn, we forgot to say this. Like, Caitlin used to text, w- with her being in Arizona and then being in Virginia. Yeah. She used to text her family, like multiple times a day yeah like I mean kind of
0: like we text each other but (laughs) but we do double text yeah look what happened and look what happened last night I know (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I thought she was murdered because I I usually text like multiple times and I
1: was at a friend's house and they have no service there and (laughs) I, I was not back at the house yet by like 8 30 and they were all freaking out that something happened it was like
0: 10 o'clock and I'm like hmm I think we should maybe like call Brynn so we called and it went straight to voicemail and I was like fuck (laughs) something's gonna happen before before we start our fucking podcast true crime addicts yeah I know yeah and then I was like maybe I have her on find my friends and I checked I don't have you so I need to check (laughs) yeah we definitely need to I don't know why we haven't done that but yeah like (laughs) So, like,
1: we can kind of relate that, like, to Caitlyn, where yeah. she talks to family constantly, especially with, I mean, we we're, we see each other all the time. Like, yeah. we're not even living, like, my, like hundreds and thousands and of we miles still apart. Text every yeah, day. Yeah, and we still text every yeah. day. And, like, she would, like, um, like, simple, silly things. She would call her mom, like, baking something. Right. Wa- having a question. Like, she would, like, call her mom or sister or family members about everything. Yeah. yeah. And they hadn't. Heard from
0: her. And this was, like, really out of character for her. Like, at this point, I can't imagine being in their shoes. I would be freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And I'm sure they were, too. I know. I
1: feel so sorry for them.
0: Yeah. Um, so, some point later in the day, we're not exactly sure when this came into play. We couldn't find, like, an exact time. But... Oh, wait.
1: Before you do that, sorry. Okay, there on. was one other thing. Okay. Amber received a message in Facebook Messenger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um from Caitlin saying
0: she couldn't come back because she cheated on her. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that, you know, there's a lot of theories about what could have happened to her, but you can kind of elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. Um, she also texted her friend
1: Kevin saying, I don't know how to feel or anything. I've been depressed and crying all day. Yeah. And it turns out that Caitlin did cheat on her fiancé, Amber, Um, right. the night before when she stayed at her friend's house. Yeah. Apparently, when they got really drunk, they ended up having a threesome. Yeah. And she felt extremely guilty about it and actually had a combo that morning with the friends. She was super remorseful. Mm-hmm. She was, like, devastated that that happened. Right. And according to her friend, Kevin, she had also... Um, actually, I'm not sure if this was Kevin or another friend. I couldn't really find the details. It was around the same, like, part that I found that text to Kevin, though. Right. Um, she had said they forced themselves on her. So, like, I think, I think, I mean, who knows? They're probably all, like,
0: plastered.
1: But she was super, super guilty about this happening. Because, obviously, like... She had a fiancé back home.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, And, like, going back to her text to Kevin, too, saying, like, I've been crying all day. Is that what you said? Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been
1: um, and I quote, I've been depressed and crying all day.
0: Right, and, like, her family, like, didn't, I mean, not that they didn't pick up on it, but, like, they kind of just seemed like she was perfectly normal like nothing was really bothering her mm-hmm. so I guess that's kind of either like confusing to me if like you know that was Caitlyn texting you know I don't know I know you think she would have like
1: went with how close she is with her family like if
0: she really was depressed and crying she would have been telling them about it right and like confiding in them right cause they seem like very non-judgmental people like
1: mm-hmm. I don't know
0: I don't know it just doesn't really match up with the whole day
1: yeah, and she had also messaged another friend on Facebook about it mm-hmm. saying she didn't want to be in Virginia or Arizona, um, yeah. and I quote, I don't want to be here,
0: and I don't want to be there. Right, and, like, again, that doesn't match up with, like, what she's telling her family and, like, what she's telling her fiancé. I don't know.
1: No, I literally wrote in parentheses here, Caitlin, with a question mark, because right. I'm, like. Was this Caitlyn who sent these me- messages to right. people? Like, or was this someone who somehow knew about that situation and was using it to their advantage to, like, right. make it
0: seem like Caitlyn? Like, there's so many things that could have happened, I feel like, because nothing, no matter how way you put it, any way you put it in this, like, case, nothing adds up. Yeah. It just, it's so confusing. I just
1: think no matter what, like, it has to relate, like, we're obviously we're not going to say our theories or anything yet but it has to relate to someone who knows her because who knew that besides Mm Caitlyn and the people it happened with and like they've been ruled out like they're right like they're they're good they're friends yeah and um who it had to be someone who either knew her that she would confide in about it Mm -hmm. or someone who could Find this information out somehow, whether it was hacking her cell phone and saw conversations that maybe she had. And, like, or, like use it against her. Yeah. yeah. Like, it had to be someone who, like, like knew her, knew her yeah. personally. Yeah. It just doesn't add up. Yeah. So, um, December 7th, 2015. Do you have anything to add in before oh, that? Oh, yeah.
0: Real quick. Sometime later that day, on the day that she went missing, we're not really sure when, but James actually admits to taking caitlin in dropping her off at the springfield town center mall Mm -hmm. um so he told lisa that which is caitlin's mom um just he was like you know she wanted to kill time for the flight before the flight she wanted to go there she asked me to take her there and that then she would take the metro from there to the airport
1: and as already we like we already discussed that's like She, like, hadn't ever done that before.
0: Like, she wouldn't know how to do it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, he kind of went back on it. It's not like whenever he texted Lisa earlier and said, I dropped her off. Obviously, you assume, as a mom, I dropped her off at the airport where you asked me to go, Mm -hmm. you know? But he didn't specify, like, oh, actually, I dropped her off at the Springfield Mall. Like, it seems like his story kind of changed in my mind, but...
1: I mean, not to get too deep into it, yeah, but, like how he worded it kind of left it open for options of anywhere to, for her to be dropped off
0: right like know? he didn't specify yeah and then he could have later came back and said oh i didn't tell you where i dropped her off i just said i dropped her." yeah off.
1: and even with a change of plans wouldn't you tell someone right that there was like a change of plans oh i dropped her off but it not at the airport like i was supposed to like there was a change of plans yeah
0: just very sketchy yeah. i don't know
1: So, December 7th, 2015, um, her mom filed a missing persons report and police actually got a phone call that day that her suitcase was found by road workers in a drainage ditch. Mm -hmm. Um, This was on River Road outside of Fredericksburg, Virginia. It was nowhere near the airport, more than 50 miles south, and it was a few miles from James's house.
0: Right. So, this is two days after the fact that she um you know was supposed to get on her flight yeah and just from the fact that like her suitcase was found 50 miles from the airport which is about how long it took red from James. fucking flags like, <laughs> like it's like she didn't even go anywhere near the airport she didn't go anywhere near the springfield mall like i don't know it just or did she and then came back like, like that's like I don't know. But her suitcase was found, like, in their hometown, nowhere near the airport. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest thing is, like, in her suitcase, they found her credit card, her wallet, her ID. Cash. Her cash, her plane ticket. A phone charger. Yeah. And the only things that weren't found were her clothes, her diploma, mm-hmm. and her phone. Her phone is still not found mm-hmm. to this day. There was also a pair of glasses
1: in the suitcase I had read, but they were a pair of her old glasses. Mm-hmm. And her plane ticket was from Arizona to Virginia. So it was her ticket from when she flew
0: in. Right. Like not, on the Yeah on the same day that was not on her the first.
1: Yeah, not her ticket that she need, would have needed to go home. To Arizona.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um The ID as well was not her license. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a, it was, like, an ID, like...
0: Just, like, a state-issued
1: ID. Just, like, an ID for, like, if you work somewhere and you get an ID. Or, like, um, I don't, I don't remember, I should have written it down. Yeah, it was some kind of just, like, photo ID with her photo and her name. Like, it wasn't, like, her license. Right. I just, it was... Some kind of idea, Which
0: is, like, weird. Like, why, of all things, if you, you know, if you took this in your head and you were thinking that the theory of why she went missing is she ran away, Mm -hmm. why would you only take your clothes and your diploma? Why wouldn't you take your money, your credit Mm -hmm. card, your wallet? Like, I don't know.
1: Super fucking weird. If that was somebody that
0: ran away, it just doesn't sound right. Yeah.
1: It's just odd. And, like, where
0: is all that stuff? Like, where are
1: her clothes? Right. I'm assuming she had a good amount of clothes that she was staying right. for like that many days, and, and like she
0: can't just carry all of it. Like, where no. did it go?
1: No, and and like her phone's gone, but her phone charger's in the suitcase. Yeah, how is she gonna? Like, you right. know, like why wouldn't you take your phone charger? Right, you're gonna need that to for your phone to stay charged.
0: Yeah, and her suitcase didn't it say the wheel was missing off of it? Yes,
1: yeah, so her suitcase was scuffed, and one wheel was missing. Yeah. So, it was almost, like, they they say it was almost like it was, you know, when you, like, tossed. throw something out of a car. Yeah, like, it it was almost like it was tossed. But I think that could also be, like, not even tossed out of a moving car, because they're saying maybe it was a to- toss mm-hmm. out of a moving car. That could be if someone just, like, carelessly tossed it right. over the hill. Like, it was in a drainage ditch. Right. It could have just, like, cracked against something and, yeah. you know. And, but her, um... I think it was her sister who had said it was odd, too, because it was, like, it was tossed, but the stuff wasn't scattered everywhere. It was still just in the suitcase with, the suitcase was unzipped, Mm -hmm. but it was, the suitcase um, top was, like, closed and everything was just in it. Like, it wasn't all over the place. Like, it was, like, placed there, weirdly.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just odd. I I don't know. know. Like, nothing of this story adds up. It just doesn't (sighs) make any sense. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add before we go into the investigation? Um, no. Yeah. So I know what you're thinking because it's what we were thinking too. James is freaking suspicious. Right? <laughs> James, you're suspicious, Brandon. James, suspicious red flags, Brandon. James. You
1: I you can't sue me for defamation because I'm not saying
0: anything except people think you're suspicious, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> James, this is just my opinion. Brandon. <laughs> Initially, he was very compliant with the police. Like, mm-hmm. he did whatever they asked, you know. Um, he kind of told his story, but nothing of his timeline matched up with where the cell phone pings came from. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And he book. was actually the only person, like, obviously,
1: once people realized, oh my god, Caitlin's missing, mm-hmm. she was getting like text messages and like people were like calling her yeah. like and they found this out obviously not from seeing her phone but they um ended up pulling like her uh like records phone records yeah so they saw like people were like calling her texting her this and that and like, totally worried yeah he was the only person that didn't try to get in touch with Caitlyn right and so he like, was the man who dropped her off at their airport mm-hmm. or mall, mall yeah and He was her stepdad. Like, why wouldn't you be calling her, being like, Caitlin, I dropped you off at the mall, where the hell are you? Yeah,
0: like, you're making everybody worried. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, initially, he was super compliant, told the police what he knew, um, but he refused to take a polygraph, which I don't think is too suspicious. I think polygraphs are a little, eh. I don't know. I wouldn't take one. I wouldn't either. (laughs) Because, like does it I don't know what does it prove it
1: Either m- makes you look like I mean even if you're nervous you can fail a polygraph Right. okay or if you're a sociopath you can pass a polygraph Right And if you if you're innocent fail, and if you you're fail. innocent and you fail it it makes you look bad Right right and they're but like you're definitely a not... person it doesn't even, it can you can't be charged through a polygraph test in court. So right. really,
0: what the fuck does it do? Right. Like. So that's just a little side note. He, but he used to take it.
1: But he, he also, um, he was supposed to take the polygraph test. Comes and he's like, nah, no,
0: fuck it. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Just messing
1: with you. Yeah. And like, God, how awful
0: that must have been for her family. Right. And I just feel like in my head, he was like, Fuck they're gonna know something happened. I can't go to do this. Yeah.
1: I had actually read that he had talked to his lawyer and they advised him not to. That was his reasoning. Really? Yeah. Mm. So like, do Do they know something? Yeah, or did he say something where they're like, This isn't gonna work in your favor. It's gonna make you look
0: more guilty even if you're not or um you're guilty. Yeah. Right. So they were trying to get in contact with him after the initial in, uh interrogation, I guess you want to call it. hmm And didn't answer phone calls from the police. Didn't answer any um, voicemails that they left. I think I read somewhere that they actually were, like, emailing him on multiple different emails. And, you know, they found ways to get in touch with him. And wasn't he, like, a techie? Yeah. So, like, you're on your shit all the time. Right. And he didn't... He just didn't answer them. He was completely avoiding them. Mm-hmm. Which is, like... They actually also pulled um security camera footage from the mall the airport and the metro station mm-hmm. where he described his story of where he dropped her off at and you know if she was at the airport later she would be on the camera and obviously to no one's surprise caitlin was nowhere on the camera neither was james yeah yeah
1: um there, Nothing.
0: i did read in
1: one article though that the car was spotted in the area
0: of the mall. Was it, like, his, like, make and model? It said
1: nothing besides car was spotted in area of mall. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if maybe he did drive out there, but that wouldn't correlate with the pings we still have to talk about. Right. But maybe he did drive out there. Right. Or maybe he drove out there to make it look like he was out there. Because... Or maybe, like... It was someone else's car that looks like his car because we all know how grainy
0: right. CCTV. Can and make. from what I remember, he kind of encouraged the police to check the footage. Yeah, he did at the mall. Yeah, he did. So I mean, he very well could have driven out there just to be on the footage, like his car. Yeah, just to cover. Just like, to cover oh, his ass. Um,
1: yeah, like oh, I was there. Right. Like what that's happened my after car. is not my fault. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um. Regarding the pings, the mm-hmm. two o'clock text from Caitlin, um, her phone pinged at a location more than thirty miles
0: from the metro stop. Right, and that was the text to her mom that said, "I'm at the airport. My battery's dying. I won't be able to text for a bit." Yeah, that was thirty miles away from the airport. And the metro is where her stop. phone pinged. Yeah. yeah, and then at one fifty two
1: p.m. the text. Um, from James to her mom saying, "Just dropped her off." Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. The phone pinged close to his house. Yeah. So if you just dropped her off at one fifty-two p.m., how the hell are you
0: Back close your to mind. your house? Because it's remember, his house to the airport is fifty miles. Away. Yeah. Like does, there's no way does he
1: fucking teleport.
0: Right. That's impossible. <laughs> like,
1: <what? laughs> like who is this man? Right. Um. And all. They said all cell phone activity from James uh-huh. that day came from his house. Oh, my God. So, either he left his cell phone at home all day, right. which, how did he text Caitlin's mom then? Yeah. Right? Right. Or, like, did he leave it there all day, drove his car to the, around the mall mm-hmm. a little bit, Came back and then texted the mom, which is showing why his cell phone did not like all day. His phone did not leave his house. Right, and that's not what
0: his story said. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the seven fifteen p.m. text from Caitlin, which were the last texts she ever sent, mm-hmm. um, were pinged off a tower in Stafford County, which is right near James's house. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Like, is that the one that she said staying with a friend? I need some time alone. I need alone. some time alone. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, to her mom. Yeah. How, if you're on an airport or <laughs> on an airplane, <laughs> on an airport, <laughs> it, how, if you're on an airplane, well, at that time, you probably would have been with your fiance in Las Vegas driving home to All Arizona. Right, by 7:15. How is your phone pinging like less than 15 miles
0: from your home from
1: your suit from where her suitcase was found? Yeah. And near like, James's house. None of it makes any sense. Like, I don't know. None yeah. of it does. Um, let's also note that, so James's reasoning for dropping her off early was he had to be at work, back at work by three o'clock, right? So right. he dropped her off at 1.52 p.m. and he had to be back to work by three. Um, James never showed up to work that day or ever again. Fucking suspicious.
0: <laughs> like, you just don't do that.
1: Why? What? Like why no. would you do that? No, like, I mean, even at that point, he can't even use the excuse of, oh my god, my stepdaughter's missing. Like, no, I'm devastated. I need, I didn't need to know where she is right. at three o'clock. No one even knew Caitlyn. Like, no, he wouldn't
0: have known Caitlyn was no. missing yet. Like, no. she would have been on a plane. Right. Like there were some or suspicious at texts. the mall. I but, should say. Like it, there was nothing. Like I'm concerned at that point. Like where is she? Right. You know what
1: I mean. Like, that was when her mom started getting concerned and stuff, but, like, he wouldn't have called out of work by then. Like, that doesn't, I don't know. And then, so he was unemployed for six months after that. Really? And then changed jobs completely. Like, he never
0: went back to that place again. What the fuck? Yeah. I wonder why, though. Like, I wonder why.
1: That's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he, like, didn't... Maybe he didn't want people to, like... Question his work or something? Or, like, maybe people knew about the situation there and he wanted to, like, put himself into a new
0: work environment where people, like, didn't know him? I don't... I don't know. Yeah. So odd. So, obviously the police are like, you're fucking suspicious, James. So, they searched his house, um, and they found his cell phone... Mm-hmm. and he had an encrypted texting app, right?
1: No, he had an encrypted
0: cell phone. Oh, his whole whole cell phone was encrypted. Caitlin had an encrypted
1: text app.
0: Yeah, which is also weird, and yeah. he wouldn't give the police his password to basically get into anything on his cell phone, which, like, if you didn't have anything to hide, why wouldn't you just give them your password? You know what yeah, I mean?
1: Yeah, and, like, I'm sorry, an encrypted cell phone? Right there, I'm like... You're hiding. Who are you? You're hiding something, and like, you're smart enough to know this much about technology that you could have like hacked into Caitlyn's accounts and right. texted from her phone, and right. and like you know, like he like you know about technology, right? Clearly, like what the fuck even is an encrypted app? I had to look it up. I don't know. It's like, like, <laughs> like an encrypted app. I mean, the cell phone. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it just means you need like a passcode to get into. I don't know, but yeah, encrypted know. app would be something like, I mean, don't come at me if I'm, I'm wrong. I, yeah, like, we're not techies. I, yeah, yeah, are, I was, please. I looked it up, but I was, like, trying to grasp my mind around it. I should have asked my cousin, who's, like, involved in computers. Because... Shout out Brian, <laughs> shout out Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> um, It's something, like, where, like, let's say Snapchat. Yeah. You send a snap, and it's gone, right? Oh, okay, it's like I feel like it's like like you need some kind of like password or digging deep to like get that information yeah. back. Like it's encrypted. I, I I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> if
0: you know, please let us know. Yeah, DM us and we'll freaking like. <laughs> Can you please talk please about encrypted us? apps on episode two? Please correct us. We don't know what we're talking about with encrypted cell phones. Um, but still fucking sketchy, right?
1: Yeah, and like. I mean, not only did he have no password to, like, the encrypted cell phone to give them. Right. Like, didn't want to give it to them. Um, Yeah, Caitlin had an encrypted text app on her phone that had not been recovered. Like, that's just, like, odd. Like. Like, that was, like, one of my first thoughts, honestly, when I heard this case. I'm like, like. How often do you hear the word encrypted? We don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> and he has an encrypted phone and she has an encrypted text app. Like, right. that's, like,
0: weird. Like that's... I wonder if, like, her girlfriend, or, sorry, her fiancé, like, obviously, I don't know how close you are with your fiancé, whatever. That's your own business. But, like, she would probably know her phone. She would probably know if she had that app or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless she was truly trying to hide something, which, like... It just seems so out of character for her, just from what everybody in her family and her friends kind of came forward after and said. And if it's, like, a text app, was that... Was that like, a way of somebody else texting from her phone?
1: Right. Was that, like, did he use that to text it so it couldn't mm-hmm. be traced back to him? Or, like, was that a way... I mean, we can get into fear. <laughs> theories Theories, but was that a way he was talking to her so things
0: couldn't be seen like I don't know right like obviously these are our opinions everybody has their own opinion yeah Like, like this isn't fact no and we're not like
1: sitting here making shit up saying that oh my god, this person did this. Like
0: Like we're not the fucking police. This is just us sitting here
1: pondering talking about (laughs) it.
0: Because this is what people that like true crime do. Yeah. And And for some reason. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And for some reason, like I didn't mention this in the very beginning of the podcast, but this case has eaten me alive. I don't know why. Like I I mean people might think I'm crazy, might not, because you like this kind of stuff. Right. Um, I go to a medium... Well, we go to a oh, medium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And I've told her about my, like... S- like, I'm, like, stuck on this case. And I said, like, when I first heard this case, I could not get it out of my ha- head for days. I yeah. was, like, researching and falling into, like, six-hour rabbit holes and stuff with it because I'm, like, for some reason... And I have, like, the chills right now talking I'm like, oh, you do? It. She has goosebumps. <laughs> and it's warm in here. <laughs> um, I, like can't get it out of my head and I don't know if it's because there's so many things unanswered or if it's just because like I don't know I like really feel for her family and like Caitlin like I feel like I would have been like friends with Caitlin like I don't know I just like there's something about it that like eats away at me and
0: I honestly think that we were meant to do this as our first case in yeah. our first episode for some reason that we don't know of yet yeah and that's why you kind of couldn't get it out of your head yeah i don't
1: know and then i found out too
0: like i don't know, as
1: stupid as it freaking sounds mm-hmm. like my birthday was involved like i'm like this is just
0: so it's weird odd i don't know i don't know i think we were supposed to talk about this case for some reason and it's not like We don't want to do this podcast to bring, you know, media and attention to the bad people involved. We Mm -hmm. want to bring this to the victims that are involved. And their families, their friends. Just any way that we can, you know, get the word out to to maybe help in some small way, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. you know. Because, like, we love, obviously, like, this
1: this podcast is, like, true crime and all things creepy. Yeah. Like, we love that kind of stuff, but it's because we're, like... We're fascinated by right. it. And, like, I, like, I still, like, tear up when I listen to cases and i like, we've heard right. so many, like, just, like, thinking about, like, the closure right. for their
0: families. Like, you they know? need that. Yeah. And it's not like we're like, ooh, we fucking love murder. Like, no. It's just fascinating that these crazy people, like, walk around every day and do shit like this. And there's cases like Caitlyn's that are unsolved to this day.
1: Yeah. And, like,
0: like for Caitlyn, like, yeah. she deserves to have fucking justice. Like, fast forward five years and there's still really nothing new from her case. Yeah. Like, her family is trying so hard to keep this case open and to keep it under review. And it's just, like, they're trying everything they can.
1: hmm Yeah. I don't know. Yeah all right so where did we leave off oh my gosh um
0: right at the encrypted cell phone oh yeah because we went into (laughs) encryption what the fuck that is
1: um (laughs) lord save my soul um so okay so they had searched they had actually also searched james's home Mm -hmm. and property yeah and car Right, that's where they found his phone. Right, they took his guns, his electronics, his DNA, and he never asked for anything back.
0: Yeah, which is like, why don't you want your shit back? Why don't you want your fucking gun back?
1: Yeah, and I'm sorry, if that's the case, you know that there's nothing on that stuff right? to make you look guilty. Right, 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 right. Um, but it's odd that he won't participate, but he doesn't want any of that stuff back. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like come into my home, search my property. Do whatever you want. Yeah, because you know that there's nothing there. Yeah. Um But the weirdest part Yeah, ahead. this is the strangest fucking thing. <laughs> like, this is the part I think is gonna crack the case wide open if they can just like find Get a something. way. Yeah. yeah. So his mom, James's mom, mm-hmm. lives in a home nearby. Yeah. And he actually owns that house, but the police yeah. have never searched it. And this is because he owns it and has access to it. That's, like, the most important thing, I feel like. If he has access to the place, yeah. like, why can't you search it? Right. He owns it and has access to it, but his mother is the tenant there.
0: So, like, why can't they fucking search it? Like, he is the owner of the house but his mom lives there and he has access to it
1: it's not like he owns it and like a random person lives in it and he never goes there he has access to the fucking house and
0: like his mom could easily be like you know on his side with things if he did do something wrong like helping him cover something up in this house Mm -hmm. and like not saying shit to anybody well and the funny thing i don't know if you read that somewhere i didn't um
1: lisa Uh caitlin's mom has said that James really doesn't have many friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. If there was one person who would know anything that, about that day other than him, it would be his mom.
0: Right. So I actually have a letter. I can read it real quick. Hopefully no one's hearing me slurp my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We're still drinking coffee, by the way. We hope you're drinking with us. <laughs> Even if it's, like, 5 o'clock at night, drink your fucking coffee. Um, so James, or I'm sorry, um, Lisa wrote this letter to James... In 2017, which is two years after Caitlyn went missing, because she kind of hit a dead end and she's like no idea what to do.
1: I love Lisa, by the me way. Me too.
0: I love her. She has so much passion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So she left this on James's door, right? I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it says, James, I don't know why you won't talk to me or anyone else. If you were innocent, you would have talked already. I'm not sure how you can live with yourself. You haven't tried to help find her. Does it bother you at all that she is missing? It has been almost two years, James, and I need answers. You owe me that much. You kn- you've you known her since she was nine years old. I thought you loved her as us and us. This is not showing that at all. You need to talk. Do you care at all? You're acting like a coward. I trusted you, James. Why didn't you just drop Caitlin off at the airport? Caitlin trusted you, James. What did you do to her? You know Caitlin would have never just never leave like that with no contact she have missed all of landon's she she would have missed all of landon's milestones Mm. that's not fair to her landon by the way is her nephew that was just born
1: so devastating it's not
0: fair to landon me gabby all of us and gabby's her sister this would never go away until she's found lisa um i also
1: saw which will be um telling you guys at the end, like, Mm -hmm. like, her Facebook page. Yeah. They recently, um, her birthday was, meh, so her birthday was September 2nd. Oh, okay. Um, she was born September 2nd, 1996, and for her birthday this year, they had like these shirts made and Aww. stood in front of James's house. So the front of the shirts say hashtag find Caitlyn, and
0: the backs of the shirts say James Branton, where is she? Right. And there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. There's like 10 people standing outside of his house on her birthday. Mm-hmm. And clearly, like, they're concerned. They want to know where she's at, and he's not talking. So they yeah. took it upon themselves to do that. So, you can check her Facebook page, um, for more information on that, and if you have any details, honestly, if, like, you live in the area, if you have anything that you think can help add to this case.
1: Yeah, and, um, yeah, that's basically where it's at right now, like, sadly, there's nothing really to know more than that. Right. Um, so, if you have info regarding Caitlin's disappearance, um... We have some stuff we're going to list at the end, and mm-hmm. th- it's also going to be available on our Facebook along with pictures, right? right. We're going to put pictures on our Facebook. Yeah. And all of our resources that mm-hmm. we got this information from.
0: Right. We didn't just make this shit up. We obviously got it from somewhere, so we'll put all the articles we got it from just to credit them.
1: Yep. And um, should we talk about some of, like, Caitlin's identifying features, like, things yeah. that, like, would make her stand out if... Someone had happened to see her that day and just didn't realize it or, like, I mean...
0: Just a jog uh, memory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple of her um, tattoos that she has are pretty distinct. She has on her, it looks like her right foot, she has... Or her left foot, I'm sorry. She has stars, pink stars. And on her right arm, she has butterflies. Um, The butterflies have, like, a blue halo around them. Um, And they're pretty, you know, they're pretty distinct. We'll post the pictures on our Facebook. Mm -hmm. She also has
1: um, nose and lip piercings and gauges in her ears. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Blue eyes. Yeah. Um, So, do we want to discuss theories or we kind of, like, covered? We kind of did. I mean, there's a lot of theories out there with, who could have been involved and whatnot, and um, some of which we've covered. And I think it's safe to assume who we think could have been involved, whether it was maliciously or not, without naming any names.
0: Right. He knows something regardless, and he's not telling people. Yeah,
1: and I'm sorry, but I think if, like, one thing clicked into place with him, a -hmm. lot more of these, like, like, we're saying nothing makes sense, a lot more of these things would make sense, right?
0: You know, like um, he just needs to talk about the details. He needs to talk about what happened that day, right? Because, like, even if I mean, there's been suggestions
1: of her like running away, mm-hmm. which I think is just compl- like she wouldn't be able to go that long without her family no. and like seeing her new or nephew food, or money, yeah, or yeah, somebody her fiance she was, about she, to, she was engaged, like, right? Um, I feel like he even if he, if she did run away, you wouldn't go this long without saying, you know what, she wanted to leave, I helped her leave. Right. Like, you wouldn't let family, their family go along that, yeah, go that long Mm -hmm. thinking that, like, oh my god, is she missing? Is she dead? Like, and on top of that, like, she would have reached out by now. Like, I feel like there's, like, no way she could have gone this long without, like, Communicating with someone in her family, I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. And like, would he? Would you want to be if you had helped someone run away? Would you want to be accused by like everyone
0: who's heard this story? And I'm sure he's gotten like threats from people because yeah. of this. Like, yeah. why would you keep? I don't know. Okay, so
1: we're going to list some resources right now that we'd yep. like you guys to uh, follow, and or if you have any like tips, call, text. Um, and like we said, they'll, they'll be posted on our Facebook, mm-hmm. and also I have a GoFundMe that mm. I found it on the, I think it was the, it was either the fine. Caitlin or help find Caitlin Aikens on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this girl named Alex Stowell. Stowell, I hope I'm not pronouncing your name wrong. I think she also has a podcast. And she started a GoFundMe to gather info and to help raise money for like scent dogs to like oh. search the area around the house they can't That's get into and stuff. Amazing. Yeah. What's her name? Alex stowel Stowell. thank you alex for being an amazing yeah person. That's and awesome. we'll also um i think we should on our facebook also put the name of her podcast so people can listen to hers as well um because i can't remember it off the top of my head right now i should have written it down but um yeah there's a gofundme link for, to donate to that yeah um and the money is like going directly like Caitlin's mom, Lisa, gave permission for it to be posted on the Facebook. So, you know, like, she's in communication with her. So, Um, there's that,
0: GoFundMe. There's obviously her Facebook page that we told you about. Help find Caitlin Aikens and find Caitlin Aikens. Find Caitlin, yeah. Or find Caitlin, yeah. And then, if you have
1: info regarding Caitlin's disappearance, um, you can contact the Sponsylvania County Sheriff's Office at 540-582-7155. 7115. I'm going to repeat that because I just fucked it up. 540 582 7115. And we will post that on our page. You can also contact Spotsylvania Crime Solvers at 1 800 928 5822 or 1 150- 50, nope, 1 582 5822. Or you can text a tip by sending S-E-E, like C, 911 to crimes. And that those numbers are actually 274637. And you text a tip by sending that C-911 to mm. that number. So, well, I mean, that might be complicated, like, listening. I'm so visual. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so. We'll post it. Yeah, we'll post it. Um, And our Facebook and Instagram accounts
0: are at Crime, cults, and coffee. Right. And so follow us. You know, hopefully you are hooked by our first episode and you'll listen to us. We don't sound too like weird. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: boi- like I hate my own voice. Well,
0: we're weird. So fuck <laughs> No, but I hate, I mean, like my voice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I hate my voice. <laughs> yeah. And
0: like, I feel like I sound like stuffed to that. Me too. But that's okay. All right. So, yeah, this is our first episode of Crime, Cults, and Coffee. And we hope you join us next week Uh uh-huh um we're going to be releasing our episodes friday mornings correct yeah every friday um we'll have a weekly episode um and we're planning you know this is this is probably going to come out in october yeah spooky season spooky season all right bye guys thank you thanks